Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed you do. Glad to have you. The Joe Pag Show for your Wednesday. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. Interestingly, as we watch politics, as we head closer to uh, the next primaries, as we watch politics, you're seeing people talk about the right again in the same sort of terms they did back in 2016. It's kind of strange because it didn't work in 2016, although it did take up a lot of time and effort to go through the whole Russia collusion BS. That's all it really was. It was BS. By the way, Chad Wolf at the bottom of this hour, he's the former DHS secretary, and he's got a lot to say about what's happening with the border and also a lot to say about Mayorkas being impeached. Make sure you stick around for that. Sarah Carter, great reporter next hour on the Joe Pag Show. That's Carrie, Polo, and Sam. Everybody's getting it done today. So as I watch this unfold, here's the narrative the left is trying to work or make work for this coming November. They want you to believe a few things. Number one, Donald Trump is somehow a Russian asset. Number two, Donald Trump wants to be a dictator. Number three, should Trump win, he will never leave office. He will just stay there. Number four, the Hunter Biden laptop was not real and was Russian disinformation. And number five, Rudy Giuliani is also a Russian asset. They're all Russian assets. By the way, we'll have uh, Rudy Giuliani on tomorrow to talk about this. That's the push by the left. Trump wants to be a dictator. It'll be the end of of democracy. Should he win again? He'll never leave office if he wins. Russia is somehow trying to get involved in the 2024 election. They want us all to believe this stuff. And, of course, you're not going to fall for the okey-doke. I won't fall for the okey-doke. Don't fall for the okey-doke. We're not going to, but there are people that aren't paying as much attention as you and me or aren't paying as much attention as you or that I am who are going to say, hey, man, I guess he is a Russian asset. Man, I guess Russians are trying to somehow affect the election. Man, the, he's going to be a dictator. Democracy will be dead. When if you actually go by, the, by what's happened in the past, we know that the whole Russia collusion thing was a lie. We know the dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton's campaign. We know that the DNC emails were real. We don't know yet who leaked them, although the allegations Russia somehow got a hold of them. When Julian Assange, who posted them, says it wasn't from a, a country, it wasn't from a state actor. Um, he said it was from an individual. Because that doesn't matter, but that's what he says, and it must be true. Russia, the whole Russia collusion investigation by Mueller was fruitless. There, of course, was no Russia collusion whatsoever. Yet they still want you to believe it. Well, let's talk about what dictators do, because Trump's going to be a dictator should he win. That's the allegation. What dictators do is they increase regulation, regulation over things like speech, which we're seeing in this country under this president, like we saw under Obama. Regulation of media, like you see with the media being in absolute collusion, even social media being in absolute collusion with the Obama and now the Biden administration, even though Elon Musk has figured out a way to pull away from that. More regulation means more control at central government. The people who regulate their, their people on this planet more than anybody else are the people in North Korea. They are overly regulated and therefore controlled. Fewer regulations means less control. So who added regulations? Biden did. That's why we're not seeing new drilling, new exploration for oil and natural gas and so on. Who lowered regulations? That would be Trump. So if he wants to be a dictator... He's really, really, really bad at it. And the whole idea that he won't leave office, 
That's thrown out the window. Why? Because he just left office. In 2021, on January 20th, he left office and Joe Biden came in. That happened. How do I know? Because it just happened. So if he were a dictator who wanted to increase regulations, you also have to increase taxation. If you want to be a dictator, you take more money from the people and you spend it more in central government. Something that Obama did, something that Biden did, something that Trump didn't do. Trump lowered taxes for everybody who pays income tax in this country. I know. He only helped out his rich friends. That's not true. You'll hear that, but it's not true. In fact, he lowered income taxes for everybody. Those of you in California and New York, if you're, no, he didn't, I paid more in taxes. Right. Because he stopped the central government subsidy of taxation on a state level. In other words, California was getting money from the rest of the country to lower their income tax in states or their property taxes in that state. The federal government under Trump said, we're not going to subsidize your taxation anymore. If you have a problem with how much you're taxed in California or Illinois or New York, you've got to go to your state legislature, your state governor, and tell them you don't want it anymore. So they were artificially paying lower taxes than they should have because the federal government was paying the difference. Again, you can't be a dictator, a fascist, nor somebody who won't leave office if you leave office, lower regulations, lower taxes. That's the opposite of what a bad person would do. Yeah, this is the, I put it out on, on, on the X, Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. I put it out on X on Twitter, and I said it this morning, this is what the left wants you to believe. Don't fall for the okie doke. And I wonder if it's effective. Sam, open the phone lines. I would love to take a phone, if you don't mind, I would love to take a phone call from anybody out there who wants to convince me that I'm wrong on Trump. I would love to hear from anybody who would like to call in and debate me on regulation or on taxation or on who's a dictator, who's not, on whether we're a democracy or a representative constitutional republic. I would lo- Listen, I would love to have that conversation. Carol, I don't know you know who this is. Lev Parnas. Parnas. Mm. P-A-R-N-A-S. No. He was a part of the Trump campaign for a while. He was part of that Trump thing the, going into 2016. And then he got himself in trouble, and I think he ended up in jail or something. And now he's like former Trump guy, an anti-Trump guy, and he's out there last night just starting trouble on the X. And he says a bunch of things. Rudy Giuliani's a Russian asset. Donald Trump is a this, that, and the other. Let me pull up exactly what he said. So I'm going to ask Rudy about this tomorrow. But I basically put this guy, just put it right on him. I'm like, really, Lev Harnas, who I've never talked to before? He puts this out last night, and he challenges me to a debate, which is so stupid. <laughs> Let me see if I can go back to this. This is last day. The guy, he tweets way too much, and none of it matters, because he doesn't really say anything. He says, Rudy Giuliani, John Solomon, Victoria Tensing, or Tonsing, Pete Sessions, Devin Nunes, Ron Johnson, he spelled Johnson wrong, James Comer, all knew they were working with information coming from Russian assets and refused to validate the information they received as long as it fit their narrative about Joe Biden. So I, of course, responded to that because he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Saying this means nothing. Give proof. You just sound like a disgruntled former Trumper. Fact is, Hunter's laptop is real, period. The 51 in the letter to help Joe in the debate lied, period. Anything else you just said should be backed up by proof. Otherwise, you're just a troll. Then he's going to put me on a place, Car. Oh, great. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Ah, Listen, Joe. Like he's going to talk down to me. Listen, Joe. If you want a lesson on what really happened with Trump, Giuliani, and Ukraine, I'd be more than happy to oh, debate the subject with you. <laughs> okay. So, first of all, I'm not going to give you my, my platform because you're a waste of time. 
But I said, I noticed you didn't say anything, you didn't provide any anything provable. I was going to say, still waiting for that the, proof. Yeah, his, his, does his response include proof? No, no. I didn't hear any proof there. Then Lev Parnas says, "Listen, Joe," and I said, "I noticed you didn't uh, you didn't say anything provable." The FBI got the hard drive in nineteen. Did you forget that you do not want to debate anyone with facts on his side? In thirty years, thirty five years in broadcasting, I've never lost a debate. You're saying you saying words on X proves nothing. Don't know why you're pushing what you know to be incorrect, but that's on you. The push, Carrie, is that somehow Russians released Hunter Biden's laptop. In 20, mm-hmm. right before the election, uh-huh. in October of 20. Uh-huh. And then, of course, Joe Biden had the letter from 51 you know, people in intelligence who knew that they weren't telling the truth in this letter. So that he, because he knew that Trump was going to bring up the, the hard drive in the debate. And when he did, immediately Joe Biden said, I've got a letter from 51 intelligence people, the directors and former agents and current agents who all say it's Russian disinformation. But they actually said in the letter, because they knew they'd be lying otherwise, was that it has the earmarks of Russian disinformation, mm, a little which now they can walk away from and pretend, well, we just said it had the earmarks. It didn't, didn't mean that it was. right. And here's the problem with the new narrative about it was released in 2020, which it wasn't. The New York Post story was written in 2020 because they just got wind of it and they were able to verify it that it was his laptop. Do you know when the FBI got the, the hard drive? I don't. I don't know what December year. of 19. They had the hard drive for 11 months before the New York Post ever did the story. 11 months. And now you got people like Lev Parnas who just don't like Trump for some reason, who are pretending that Russians somehow gave the information to Giuliani, who then exposed it to the New York Post, who then wrote a story, but that all happened in October of 2020 to be the October surprise, when in fact the FBI had it since 19. And then every here's the interesting part for me on social media. Everybody who's responded to him in support of this guy on X has got like eh, a couple of dozen followers. They all have fake names and fake pictures. Mm-hmm. They're all just a bunch of bots, all just a bunch of trolls. And and none of them says anything other than they've never heard of me or I'm uh, in Trump's rear end or something or I'm kissing up to this one or I'm a Russian asset myself or my name should right. be Joe Blowhard or whatever the hell it is. And none of them ever says, here's how I know this. Because if you got information that the FBI didn't have it in 19, I'd like to hear from you. Yeah. Because we had the actual shop owner from Delaware, remember? I do remember that. And he said, I tried to give it to them in September. They didn't want it. Then finally, they had to take it in December of 19. And now, here's another piece, another morsel that you may or may not have heard, Carrie. They're now saying, well, with AI the way that it is, a lot of what's on that hard drive probably isn't even real. I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Do they think we're stupid? Uh, yeah, I think some of them do. The FBI has had the hard drive for five years. Somehow Russia, this this is the narrative. Some idiot with no face and no profile with two followers said they were able to add things to the hard drive before the FBI got it. No, that's not true. Nobody is saying it's not real. Hunter Biden himself, when he was interviewed by ABC, did not say it wasn't his. Come on, man. What are we talking about here? Mm, Crazy. But this, even though it's devoid of fact, is going to work on some people. And it blows my mind. So I am more than willing to take anybody's phone call who wants to challenge any of the details on the Hunter Biden laptop, any sort of Russia collusion lie, any sort of BS about Biden is not corrupt with Ukraine. I'm open to that because here's what's real. And this this is absolutely 100% true. 
I've got a lot of people who listen from the left because they're waiting for me to say something they can pounce on. Pounce. Come on. Call it. Media Matters, call in. Daily Cost, call in. MSNBC, you're all monitoring me. Call in. Let's go. Bring some fact. Because I will debate you on fact. I'm not going to debate somebody who's looking for, for a spotlight who hasn't said anything that's factual. In fact, what he said, he should be sued for defamation by all the people that he named. And we will have Rudy on tomorrow to answer to what he said there and much more. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back? Absolutely. And But meantime, I've got to remind you about another incredible sponsor. In fact, I think it's the same incredible sponsor. Now, let, let me tell you about Superbeats. Superbeats is amazing. I've been telling you about them for more than a decade. They're amazing because it's a supplement that doesn't taste like it. It is something that will help to support your heart health. Doesn't taste like something that you'd be like, ew, ew, they really heart health. I mean, I want heart health, but it tastes weird. Not this. It tastes like a treat. Superbeats heart chews just taste great. They smell great. And when you pair them with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Superbeats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. Why not jump on this right now and, and just take advantage of that great level of energy that you've been hoping to have? The Superbeats powder was great. The hard shoes are more convenient because they're, they're actually compact. Take them with you in your gym bag, in your purse, in your pocket, in your car, in the console, whatever you happen to, to, to have available to you. These can fit right there with your daily life and give you that nice boost and that nice support. That nice support. Go right now to the website they made for you. Support your heart health with Super Beats Heart Shoes. Get a free month supply of Super Beats Heart Shoes all on all bundles, a free full-size bag of turmeric chews, too. Value $25 with your order by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at JoeLovesBeats.com. We're back after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Russia, Russia, Russia. It's back, Carrie. Listen, I've got some audio and some video. I've got um, Jamie Raskin, who, uh, of course, is an election denier. He he tried to challenge the electors for Donald Trump in 2016. Election denier Jamie Raskin also is one of the prosecutors against Trump in, in the impeachment hearings, the impeachment trials, I should say. Then you've got Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader in the House of Representatives from New York, who's also an election denier. He said that President Trump was illegitimate the entire time he was the president. Then Dan Goldman, who's just a billionaire liar. He's uh, the heir to the Levi's um, money, the fortune. And this guy will just lie. He's a very smart guy, another one of the prosecutors on Trump for impeachment. And, of course, CNN, MSNBC, and ABC seek these idiots out because they know that they're going to be the ones that say these really dumb things because they know there's not going to be any ramifications for lying. So let's start with Raskin. This is all part of a propaganda and disinformation campaign by Russia attempting to help Donald Trump. And, you know, when we point out the very clear contours of this story, our colleagues just start chanting Russia hoax, Russia hoax. Well, what's the hoax? Is it the uh, the brutal invasion of Ukraine and the tens of thousands of Ukrainians who've died or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of Russians who've died? Is it the death of Navalny that's the hoax? What exactly is the hoax they're talking about? Because um, it seems to me that the most well, likely hoax is really Donald Trump, who's been manipulated uh, by Putin for a long time or is certainly in love with Vladimir Putin. 
adds nothing to the debate, adds nothing that is fact, adds nothing that's provable. You just say it. And you'll notice the verb, the verbiage he decides to use, the hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of Ukrainians that died or the hundreds of thousands of Russians who've died, when in reality it's three to 500,000 Ukrainian men are dead. In fact, the average age for a man in Ukraine has gone up to 40 or 45 years old because they've killed off all the young guys with this ridiculous war that we're funding. So Jamie Raskin is just a horrible person because he said that. And then here's Hakeem Jeffries. Let me ask you something. What do you think Putin has on him, on Trump? Well. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I, what does he got? I actually think that. Money. What, what does he have on Trump and people laughing? Yeah, it's a good question. How, how's it? Carrie, is that a good question? Uh, no. Journalistically Not speaking, journalistically. what does Putin have on Trump? Because no. when you ask that question, what do you do? You're making the allegation that he has something on mm-hmm. him. Just let us know what it is. Right. And, of course, that's, that's a false premise. Donald Trump views himself as a Putin-esque Leader. dictatorial figure. Yeah. He's- Back that up with something. Don't just call him a dictator. I told you they're going to do this. Well, it's the view, so they're not going to. Not I, going I, to. They, showed, they showed Whoopi Goldberg. She's shaking her head. Uh-huh, uh-huh, absolutely. it. Yes. And we should believe him that he wants to go down this road. And that's the problem that we're encountering with some of my Republican colleagues. He's never said he wants to be like Putin. He said he said it. And people, yeah, yeah, he sure did. No, he didn't. Donald Trump has never said I'm a leader like Putin. Mm-hmm. Never. That um, there's a growing pro-Putin faction yeah. in the Republican Party. And it's led by Donald Trump, some other outside figures like Tucker Carlson, and on the inside... Marjorie Taylor Greene and Jim Jordan. It's just what a horrible human being this guy is. He's a horrible person. Then there's Dan Goldman. Not only is there no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden, but it now appears as if the House Republican majority is being used by Russia to interfere in the 2024 election on behalf of Donald Trump. If they continue with this investigation, they are simply doing the work of Vladimir Putin to help Donald Trump win an election in November. That's where we are. No facts whatsoever. Nothing whatsoever to back it up. Nothing provable but you see what this is all of this is leading to not only is trump somehow putin but it's also putin's using the house republicans to make them investigate biden forget all the information that we have on biden none of that matters carrie see all, all that comes together mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy uh, as a journalist i know you'd so. ask the right questions but they nobody's going to ask them these questions because they want them to say what they're saying yeah and like i said man show me show me where you got this show me the evidence i gotta see something Anything provable from Parnas over on X from any of these idiots? Nothing provable. Keep it here. When we come back, we've got provable numbers with Chad Wolf. He's the former DHS secretary. Keep it on the Joe Pag Show. Let's go. This is the Joe Pag Show.